Blog Talk Radio. as the Bible reports for us to it like this, that uh, he's something like a king looking uh, for a kingdom, and that he go and he uh, visits uh, the people, and then he leaves the people and goes away and waits until the time when that he can secure the kingdom. Then he returns to the people that uh, he had made himself uh, manifest. So I think that is a pretty good uh, answer. Well, uh, yeah, I don't do anything without consulting my crystal. Let's uh, go inside here. We'll uh, come along and I'll show you. Inside here. Sit right down here. That's it. <laughs> this, uh, this is the same genuine, magic, authentic crystal used by the priests of Isis and Osiris in the days of the pharaohs of Egypt in which Cleopatra first saw the approach of Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony and, uh, and so on and so on. Now, uh, you, uh, you'd better close your eyes, my child, for a moment in order to be better in tune with the infinite. It's frustrating when you just can't express yourself and it's hard to trust enough to untrust yourself. Stand exposed and naked in a world full of hatred where the sick thoughts of mankind control all the sacred. I pause, take a step back, record all the setbacks. And fast forward towards the stars in the jetpack. My feet might fail me, my heart might ail me. Synagogues of Satan might accuse and jail me. Strip crown nail me, brimstone hail me. They might defeat the flesh, but they could never ever kill me. They might feel the music, but could never ever feel me. To the lawyers, to the sheriffs, to the judges, to the debt holders and lawmakers. Fuck you, sue me, bill me. That name on that birth certificate, that ain't the real me. The lies can't conceal me. The sunrise and the moon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How is everybody doing? This is another episode of Omnipresence Media with your host, Vickens Moscova, on the Block Talk Radio Network, also on the Chem West Network as well. Thank you guys so much. Uh, thanks to the syndicates on the Blueberry Network. I uh, really appreciate you guys. And uh, you were doing our thing. Um, shout out to Ford for sponsoring us uh, for the past couple of weeks with the Ford Fusion. Uh, it's been a very, very great ride. Very cool. Um, as you know, we've been testing out the plug-in hybrid electric vehicle that has been very, very good. It's helping us save uh, gas and money and everything. So it's really good. Check it out. Uh, go to Ford um, or check some of our post on Vine, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and, you know, see and read more about it. It's really cool. Um, you really like it. Um, hashtag driving on energy. Hashtag I love EVs. And uh, you can get a, a view of some, some pure electric uh, vehicles that also has a uh, gas engine. Also, want to thank Lenovo. Uh, they have their Yoga Pro 3 tablet. They just sent me in a contest. It's really, really nice. Um, I like it. As a person that's had multiple hybrid laptop tablets um, from the Surface, from Microsoft to HBs, 
tablet that had the screen. I flipped and turned it into a tablet. It was a laptop. Um, I could really, you know, attest to when a product is, is different and unique and and uh, innovative. Um, so that's the kind of products we like to review over here. Um, and ones that are really looking to set up a platform for the future, things like that, and, and different companies that are really looking to provide um, uh, technology for the people, which Lenovo, you know, ever since its uh, days of, um, you know, other names, uh, other names, uh, it's always been dropping good technology. So that's why uh, today we had to... Uh, take the opportunity we had from being on Get Geeked and invite um, my man Steven Spivak, who's a very interesting serial entrepreneur um, from the Philadelphia area that started, um, well, he created a, a new uh, situation for himself where uh, wearables are being sold from his website, and he has all different types, and uh, he could definitely tell you more about it. Uh, hey, Steve, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm here, Vickens. How you doing? Oh, good morning. Thanks so much for coming on and, and you know, taking some time to share, spread some awareness of what you've been doing. Um, for the people that aren't aware of who you are, where you're from, can you uh, drop a little knowledge and let us know? Oh, yeah, sure, of course. And uh, I wanted to first say thank you for having uh, me on this morning. It's uh, definitely a pleasure and an honor, and I'm glad to be here. Oh, thank so, you. really yeah, so it's been um it's been an interesting road that's led me to uh to this point like you were saying before. Uh I'm from Philadelphia. I'm a serial entrepreneur here like you said, which means for people that don't know that term, um I have a real big problem starting and creating businesses. <laughs> and uh I seem to do them uh a lot. So my latest one is called the Wearable Store. And the uh, URL for that is thewearablestore.com. And uh, right now we're not a brick-and-mortar retailer, but we're an e-commerce um, retailer online. And uh, our goal and our mission is to sell um, products that take up um, what's now called the wearable space. Um, and these are electronic devices that you can wear on your body um, and that gather um, and do many, many different things for you. Um, they gather all sorts of data points about your health and your fitness, um, about how you're sleeping. Um, there's even devices out there now that uh, are going to be telling you how much uh, ultraviolet sunrise, sun rays you uh, are allowed to get on a daily basis, and it monitors that. And uh, it's just a really exciting world out there now um, with all these new products coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, so you said there's a product that can let you know how much uh, sun, does it measure vitamin D or iron or something? Uh, it measures the UV light that you get on a daily basis, um, and it's like a little tracker. Uh, it's about as big as a quarter. Um, uh, the company is out of um, Europe. It's called SunSense. Um, it's one that we're looking to bring on to uh, our wearable store pretty soon. And, yeah, it tracks the, uh, how much sun you're getting on a daily basis, which, you know, for a lot of people is really important, um, and especially in, um, you know, some countries where, you know, you're closer to the equator and it's, you know, it's hotter out. You have to be careful about that stuff. 
Oh, yeah. Um, how about for people that maybe don't get any sun, um, does it help them to maybe get out? Because right now, a lot of people are suffering from uh, vitamin D deficiency and, and iron, um, and it's making them anemic. Yeah, that's a great point, and, and that actually um, leads into one of the more powerful things about, I think, wearables in general, and that is that they are able to tell you when you're lacking something, for instance, when you're lacking, um, you know, an amount of, of UV light or, for instance, when you're um, lacking activity in your life. Um, the tracker that we're going to be talking about later today from Garmin, uh, the VivoFit one, is a tracker that monitors not only when you're active but when you're inactive. And so when you are going through a state or a period of inactivity, it will tell you in a notification, hey, time to walk your dog, you know, time to get out there and take a walk. You know, you've been sitting on the couch for four hours now. You know, you got to start moving a little bit. And these things help us, and they help, um, you know, everybody that buys into them um, to potentially become uh, a little healthier. Right, right. And um, that's definitely the craze that's going on right now. Everybody wants to be healthy. Um, you know, wanting to figure out what to eat, you know, exercise and everything. Um, but everyone doesn't always have time and money to, to go to the doctor or get a nutritionist or um, things like that. So I could definitely see how wearables are becoming bigger and bigger. Um, what made you uh, choose wearables for your new business venture to kind of spread awareness of all these different products? Because you're not exactly making a wearables product, but you're creating a platform so everyone can that has these products um, that you can, you know, do create an e-commerce situation for the best ones. What, what made you, you know, think to do that? Well, it's interesting. I'm not sure if um, I thought of it or if they thought of me, to tell you the truth, at <laughs> this point. Um, what, what happened was I had one of those moments, uh, Vickens, to tell you the truth. I was uh, on a plane, and I was reading an article in the New York Times about wearables. Um, this was after the Consumer Electronics Show, which is held every year in January in Las Vegas. And for the past 10 years, I've been going out there um, to um, work on my other business that I have in the electronics business, um, which is called Screen Dreams. And it was a business where um, I made apps for the TV, smart apps for the TV. And, um, you know, that experience brought me out to the Consumer Electronics Show every year. And it was in 2014 when I was coming back from it. And I was reading an article in the New York Times about wearables. And what was interesting was that, and what really caught my eye and gave me that inspiration moment, was that I noticed in this article that, a lot of bigger companies like the Samsungs and Googles and Apples were creating a lot of wearable products, but that there was also a whole new breed of entrepreneurs and inventors that were coming up for the first time through these crowdsourcing websites like Kickstarter and Indiegogo. And they were also creating all these really wonderful, innovative products um, that could be considered wearables. And it just hit me when I was on the plane um, that, you know, gee, nobody at that time has brought together an independent niche specialty website that sells only wearables, and that is the voice of wearables. Um, you know, I knew at the time that 
Best Buy and Amazon were going to, you know, could be getting into these and, you know, we're obviously going to sell them. But I also knew that they couldn't sell every one on the floor, you know, on, for instance, a Best Buy on the floor of their, uh, on the retail space. Um, so I thought that there'd be a need um, on, um, not on the, on, on the consumer end, but also on the manufacturer's end to have a website that really just focuses solely on wearables. And it was from that moment that I got inspired. And it was from that moment that I said, you know, I have to do this. This is just too big of an idea that I, I, I can't sit on this. And I was lucky because of my experience in the electronics business previous to that idea, me generating that idea, you know, I knew a lot of people in the business. Um, and I knew a lot of distributors in the business and people that I knew that could help me out. And when I started talking to people about the idea that I had, everybody jumped in and said, yeah, you have to do this, let's do it. And it was able, uh, it enabled me to attract a bunch of distribution partners onto um, the business where I source a lot of my products now from. And uh, they all helped me um, get to the point I am at right now. Interesting, interesting. Um, so not only wearables, but also the Internet of Things. Um, for people that may not be aware of what the IoT is, um, can you let us know? Sure. Um, I guess the easiest way to define IoT or Internet of Things um, is just to think about um, anything in the world now that is a, um, an object that, or a thing, as people like to say, it, that is connected to the Internet. So, for instance, um, we have refrigerators now that are connected to the Internet. That's considered an, uh, an IoT product. Um, you know, there are refrigerators that have digital panels on the front of them, and you can check your weather, um, you know, right in the morning, um, and you can get that from the Internet. Um, that, that's a product that would be considered a, a thing of the Internet. Um, another thing of the Internet, um, I can say, is um, Adidas right now is coming out with a, has come out with a soccer ball, and the soccer ball is connected to the internet um, because it has sensors in it that when you kick the ball when you play with it um, tell you how how forcefully you kick the ball um, it tells you how far you've kicked it um, gives you all sorts of different metrics and data on you're playing and it feeds that back from the ball itself into the internet into your phone app and it can tell you all these great things about it so the internet of things almost a company uh, um, covers almost everything um, from industrial um, products down to consumer products as well uh, very interesting um so what are some products that, uh, you know, are really popular on the site or you think people should be uh, going on the site to check out? Sure. Well, one of the, um, one of the products that we're really excited about um, is an item called Handle uh, by uh, New York artist and restaurateur and uh, entrepreneur Alan Hirsch. And what it is, it's an iPhone accessory um, or a, a Samsung phone accessory, really a mobile phone accessory. And it's a case um, for your phone. And the difference about it is that it has on the back of it um, a small grip that's an elastic uh, retractable brace system. And what that does is when you slip it on your hand and you, you, know, you, and you also put it on your phone, 
the great thing about it is it holds the phone on your hand and it does it in a way that is so smoothly designed it feels like the phone has become part of your hand so imagine you're um you're a painter and you work with a palette it's almost like that, how you know you, you, you hold a palette of paint on your hand um, and you can turn it upside down and it won't fall. This is the same thing with Handle. And um, the thing that we're really excited about it is that it's an exclusive relationship we have um, with the brand. And it's our first um, product that we can say we have an exclusive on um, above any other retail or out in the market right now. And that's really exciting to us because one of our goals is to offer um, different products exclusively um, to uh, consumers that they wouldn't normally be able to get. Um, and we're able to get these products um, due to the relationships we have with some of these manufacturers um, that we've been able to establish since we've been launched. Wow, interesting. Um, so that, that, yeah, that would definitely be key uh, to get the exclusive relationships and, and everything like that. Um, and that handle definitely sounds pretty interesting to kind of uh, add another type of protection to your um, your expensive technology pieces. Um, now, uh, are there any other products you want to highlight? Yeah, sure. Um, there's a company that we just uh, brought onto the store, um, a really, really great company. They're called Bella Beat, and they have a product called Leaf which is a fitness tracker, but it's, I like to think, in the category of smart jewelry, um, which is kind of a new, you know, a new category for jewelry. And one of the things about wearables that I think are so great is that they connect really the mind, the body, and the spirit to um, the Internet and, uh, you know, just to wearable technology. And I see that this is the type of product that has crossed over really, really well from technology into fashion. And it's really like a perfect merger of fashion and technology. Um, because, you know, as great as these fitness bands are and, and all these new products are, you know probably as well as anybody, Vickens, that they have to be good-looking, right? That They have to be attractive somehow. They have to be fashionable. And... This is one of the first products that I've seen on the market that does that. And it's for women. Um, you can wear it as a, as a necklace um, or a brooch on you. And what it does is it tracks your fitness, like a lot of the other ones. But this one is geared more towards women, not only from a fashion standpoint, um, but also from a um, usability standpoint and the data that um, it's able to uh, give back to the user. Um, for instance, you know, it, it, it tracks your breathing and it tracks your sleep patterns. Um, it tracks your activity levels as well. Um, it has an alarm on it. But one thing that it does differently, for women specifically, is that it tracks your menstrual cycle. And that's something that is a little bit different than a lot of the other tra uh, wearables. Um, but it's something that because this was made by women um, and for women, it's a feature that they decided to put in that I think is very powerful along with the fashionability of this item. So this is something we're really excited about because we think it's a really groundbreaking uh, new type of um, new type of uh, jewelry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. And, and to be creating new uh, industries uh, within industries is 
something that's amazing and has a chance to create a lot of jobs. Um, um, with the technology uh, future, how it's coming along, um, how do you think people can can use this to create their own jobs? Because you're an entrepreneur, and you know you could just be say you know start your own company. But realistically, these days, um, how do you think people can use tech to you know create opportunities for work and jobs and uh, you know getting themselves out there? Well, I think that to be able to start a new business um, based around any idea, especially in the tech world. We're living in a different time now than we were really almost five years ago. And I think that's due to the crowdsourcing phenomenon that we've seen um, in America today with the Kickstarters and the GoFundMes and the the Indiegogos. What those crowdsourcing um, platforms have done, I believe, is made the fundraising ability for when you have a new idea more democratic. And it's leveled the playing field, I I believe, for a lot of entrepreneurs and inventors. And it's enabled them to focus on creating a product that they may have invented themselves um, and get it out there a lot more quickly um, than they ever could have before. Because the fundraising process, um, like I said before, has been democratized now. It's not just about you know, what venture capitalist do you know or what angel investor do you know? And, boy, how do I get to those people? It's now about, okay, all of those venture capitalists and all these people um, out there in the world are looking to make investments, but now these crowdsourcing sites have made it easy um, to raise money. And I think due to the fact that it's a lot easier now to potentially raise money off of an idea that you can create and you don't have to go to a venture capitalist or an angel investor, I think this has opened up a world of opportunity for inventors and for entrepreneurs. And I think that it's become a lot easier due to that factor um, to launch a, launch a new business. Now, that being said, it's still not easy to launch a new business. It's still not easy to conceptualize an idea um, and find a market for it and figure out a problem that um, that idea is solving. I mean, that's that's something that's really hard to do. Um, but I think that in our time today, it's a lot easier to do now um, because it's a lot easier to raise money through these platforms. And I think that has changed everything. And I think it's um, motivated a lot of um, a lot of inventors who previously were maybe a little gun shy or a little shy about starting their project because you know maybe they didn't know anybody to fund it. Well, now you can go online and, and, and present an idea and literally have millions of people look at it to fund it. And I think that's a world-changing um, you know, opportunity that's happened here in the past five years or so. Right, because it seems like banks don't have any money to loan out. Um, so, you would, so you don't go the way of uh, obtaining money for business by going through a bank? I think that's still a viable option. Um, you know, especially small business association and, and getting loans like that. Um, but yeah, since I guess 2008, um, banks have definitely tightened up their, um, their credit and who they're going to, um, you know, um, fund. And if you don't have collateral and you're a new business and you don't have any contracts or, um, you know, business to, um, that you can show them and as a startup, that's probably a little too risky for a bank. Um, so 
that's where where these crowdfunding sources come in because um you know they they can act like a bank because they can fund you um but i think the restrictions are obviously a lot less um uh to be able to you know receive funding from them and uh even though it's very competitive to receive crowdfunding sourcing because there's so many good ideas out there right now um i still think that um it's probably a lot easier than going to a bank at this point right right um you mentioned contracts um so do you need a promissory note with those contracts or you just present the contract you sign with the client and bring it to the bank and what does the bank give you a loan on that contract or what what would they do with that so that the business could look more structured yeah it, it all depends you know um some businesses if for instance if they need to uh purchase inventory for a uh an order um they can go to a bank with that purchase order from the company that they're doing business with and say okay this company xyz uh wants to purchase 10,000 widgets that we have. Um but we need to finance and make those widgets. Um but here's the purchase order and here's the guarantee that this vendor is going to buy from us. Um we need this amount of money to capitalize the purchase order and to capitalize the inventory that we need to um satisfy this purchase order. Can you help finance it? And one of the things that um a lot of banks do right now and other third parties is what's called factoring and they will finance um if you have good credit and good terms um they will finance part of that um capitalization you need to um make the inventory for that customer so that is a way that um once you're kind of further along and you have some opportunity with other custo- with customers um they can help you at that point right it's all about building relationships and building um building your credit like you mentioned now, how did you create a relationship with SMS Audio and, and 50 Cent? I mean, were you in the studio with him and he was like, you need to have this on your store uh, or something? Like, how did you work that out? Was that a relationship you developed? You know what? I wish I was in the studio with him. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. And Dickens, if I was, I would bring you along. Um, <laughs> you know, I think we could have some fun with him. But, uh, no, that was a uh, relationship that um, I was able to leverage from a um, one of my distributor partners. Um, they carry his products, and uh, they pitched him on the idea of uh, having his products be carried on the wearable store. Um, he was very open to it, and uh, here we are now. Oh, that's awesome. Um, as far as picking products, like how do you just – do you how do you distinguish uh between like quality products do you go by brand name or or do you just go what the consumers are calling popular and good I think there's a mix of ways that we curate our products um a lot of it is by um seeing what consumers like um so before it gets to our store we like to do our research on other websites to see what reviews are like and how products are being accepted we get presented a lot of products from our distributors. They send us samples, and we check them out here in our office, make sure they're good products, make sure that they look good and they work great. Um, and then we get pitched a lot of products individually from manufacturers themselves that are not with uh, distributors yet, um, which, is a lot, uh, which is a way that a lot of them are going right now. 
And when that happens, you know, we try to learn as much as we can about the manufacturer because what we've seen um, in the past couple months since we've been launched is that there's a lot of these young companies that are coming up through uh, the crowdfunding sourcing and through other, you know, means of uh, getting launched, and they're able to create great products and they're able to create great, great ideas but the one thing they're lacking is how to get the product into production and then into manufacturing and then into the marketplace after that. And we've had a couple experiences where we bought into a company at an early stage and said, yeah, we would love to sell your products, but three months down the line, four months down the line, they haven't been able to deliver those products. Um, so we have to be very careful now, we feel, um, about who we partner with and whose brands that we do uh, have on the store because we don't want to disappoint customers and we don't want to start promoting products where we can't deliver them. Um, so it is a little bit of an art and it's a little bit of a science on you know how we pick our products, um, but we try to be as careful as we can because we want to get at the end of the day really dependable, really reliable, really great products. Right, right. Um, so <clears throat> after you you pick these products and they're up for sale, um, h how do you get the physical product from uh, um, where it's being created to the consumer from your website? Um, when people order from the site, does it go to the products, uh, the products people, and and they ship it out? Or because um, in working with Amazon in the past, uh, I got a time to study shipping and logistics. Um, how, how do you guys go about like making sure that's efficient? Sure. When we started the business, um, we realized early on that we wanted to create an end-to-end -end experience for the consumer. And what I mean by that is we wanted them to be able to come in our store like it was an actual store, buy products from us directly, and then if they had a problem with the, the products, they would return them to us as well. And the reason why I felt strongly about that is because the name of the business is called the wearable store. And when you have the name store in your business name, I think you have to act like a store. Now, a lot of people... Um, in, in companies now, um, they set up affiliate programs, and they'll promote an item online, but when you go to buy it and you click the Add to Cart button, it'll take you to another website. Um, a lot of these websites um, will take you to Amazon, for instance, like you just said, where um, you can get the products you know, from there once you're on their website. We didn't want to do that. We wanted to be a store. We wanted to create a full experience for the customer. Um, so for that reason, we do not push people off to Amazon um, to get the products um, once they decide that they would like to buy them. Um, we provide that full experience on our site. And once somebody does order from our site, um, we have different distributors that we work with that drop ship the product out for us. Um, there's some products that we have um, in inventory in our offices here in Philadelphia. Um, so when we get an order, we send those products out directly to the customer. And then there's some cases where if we get an order for a product, um, we'll send the order directly to the manufacturer, um, and the manufacturer will send it directly to the customer at that point. 
Um, so there's a couple different ways that we ship products and distribute products out to our customer, um, but we wanted to make sure that we were doing it and that we were controlling the process. And that was the most important thing to me um, when it came to distribution um, when we started the business. Well, yeah, that's definitely a key because you want to keep some customers happy and we order something. We definitely would like to see it uh, come uh, as soon as possible or whatnot. Um, now, um, we're coming to the end of our show. Um, do you have any other products you want to uh, highlight? or? Uh, yeah, you know, one of them that um, I'm really proud of is uh, and that sells really well is the Garmin uh, Vivo Fit um, uh, Fitness Tracker. Garmin is a great, great brand um, that has been around for a while and is one of the leaders in the fitness track um, trade, I guess you can say now. Um, the Vivo Fit is a fitness tracker that um, does a lot of the same things, or, or I don't want to say that. it looks the same a little bit um, as a lot of people um, are used to with the Fitbit. Um, but the difference is, is that um, one, of the, one of the differences is that this Vivo Fit, like I was mentioning earlier, um, it's able to tell you when um, to move, <laughs> right? I mean, it's almost that simple. It, it'll tell you when you're in a state of inactivity, and it'll give you alerts, and it'll give you, um, you know, little hints to get out there and, and start moving. And the other thing that I think is really neat about the Vivo Fit is that it learns your current activity level. Um, so what it, what I mean by that is that after using it for a while, it takes all that data um, that it's collected from you, all of your, you know, how far you walk a day, um, at the pace that you walk, all those different metrics that um, these great items are able to gather. They take that data, and what it does is it will recommend different workout routines for you based on your history. So it motivates you to um, set new goals, and it, set new goal, and it sets those goals for you based on the history. So you don't have to think about it. And you also have to, don't have to think about potentially injuring yourself with a new goal because it does it in a measured way where it's not um, giving you too much too soon. So I think that's a really neat thing about the, uh, the Garmin product. Um, and I think it's a very powerful thing because it really helps motivate you. Um, it sees what you do, and it takes that, and then it sets goals for you. And if you follow those goals, you know, potentially you can get a lot healthier and a lot fitter. Definitely excellent, excellent. Well, Stephen, um, I really appreciate you taking the time out and waking up early uh, to come on and, and spread uh, the news and, and share, you know, the innovative ideas that you've been doing for years now. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. And uh, where can people uh, reach you and, and your store and your links and, you know, all your amazing businesses that you started? Sure. The um, the wearables store can be found at www.thewearablesstore.com. Um, and we can also be found on Twitter at, uh, at wearablesstore. And, uh, you know, we like to try to keep it simple. It's just thewearablestore.com. And uh, if anybody's interested in finding our products, um, they can just go there. Perfect, perfect. Now, so everybody go to thewearablestore.com. And if you're on social media, on Twitter, um, Instagram is wearablestore as well, right? Yes. All right. So if you guys are on social media, definitely check uh, Stephen's company out, wearablestore, uh, at wearable stores spelled correctly 
and you guys will definitely see amazing products and, you know, have a location you can go to directly and, uh, and, and not have to sift through all the garbage that's online and everything like that. Um, so, again, Mr. Spivak, thank you so much for coming on, and enjoy the rest of your weekend, weekend and happy holidays if, if I don't uh, talk to you by then. All right. Thank you, Vickens. It's been a real pleasure, and, uh, you know, it's it's people like you that have really helped out, um, you know, help our store um, find an audience um, and be where we are right now. So we appreciate it. Um, it was great meeting you at that show a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I hope we can uh, get a chance to hang out again soon. Sure. Thank you. I uh, appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. You too. And there you have it, guys. Another amazing episode of Omnipresence Media uh, Podcast with your host, Vikins Moscova, who you can follow at VikinsMoscova.com. Thank you to all our amazing clients. We love working with Lenovo. We love working with Ford. <laughs> we love working. Um, let's shout out Blue Products. Uh, I'm going to send you the show Blue Products. Um, these blues are a company out of South America that's making phones, and they're in direct competition with a Chinese company I will not mention right now. <laughs> so shout out to Blue Products. Uh, shout out to CES, you know, for you know allowing all the great events. Uh, shout out to thank you to Get Geek. Uh, events, you know, for having us out there with the Ford. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Definitely check them out next year. Get Geeked events. Um, really amazing technology shows, actually, where I met uh, Steven from. Uh, now, if you guys need any uh, aid with your PR, marketing, branding, or you just need a social media influencer, you know, you don't have to go through just me. We know people from Hot 97. We know people from celebrities to artists. Uh, you know, so even if your uh, budget's not there, we have up-and-coming artists with following. So, you know, not only me can help you do this, but, you know, just contact us at the company, email me, vikinsm3 at gmail.com, or text me if you need to, 848-628-4873. And uh, let's make something happen. You know, it's not all about money. As You heard Stephen talking about contracts, this or that. You know, there's, there's different ways we can create these incomes. And if we don't get privy to these games, I mean, I don't know what we're going to do in this credit-based society. Uh, let's, let's get our credit fixed and everything like that um, and, and do what we got to do. All righty, then. And remember, nigga, we may The only thing I'm seeing I'd like to put an amend on, perhaps a little more room here for the fixings. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, we're going to have a lot of fixings? We're going to have so many fucking fixings up in this motherfucker. This shit's going to go through the roof, man. Goddamn, I'm shitting gold these days. We made it. The haters, the bloggers, the papers, the labels, they label me But they can't relate to I struggle, my nigga, we came up from slavery Apologies go out to all of my fans cause they waited so patiently 
This one is for all of the lost and forgotten black angels that pray for me. A million, a million niggas love me cause I'm ill. The greatest story ever told, niggas in the field. From Solomon to Sambo to Django, it's fact. I'm the fire kind of rap and I get it from the wheel. The son of WD who hung around in the deep, who ran around in the street. The trap guards raised me, face all on the sink. Story all on the wall of the pyramids. Niggas know the black guards saved me. You can blow the nose off, that won't change it. Obamacare won't heal all that anguish. We came a long way from the bottom of the boat. All praise to the Mac D, we found our language. Gold necklace, middle finger erected. God top of Shabazz, styling on the record. Lost sons of Muhammad, we wildin' on the record. The Shad do Allah and Lahat is the message. All these niggas, I got to fight one. All these devils, I got to strike some. All these rebels just waiting on the wall. Cry, mama says, son, you got to strike drum. Rock Nation, celebration, motivation. Elevation, nigga, we made it from slaves on the slave ship, live from the cotton field, straight to the spaceship. Kinda makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like motherfuckers should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. Hop of the slave ship, popped up my chain and took it to Jacob. I gotta go play it. More than that bitch, like nigga, nigga we, we made it. it. I own my own masters. No, I ain't missing no royalty statements. I can't be rated. God, God. Damn, hoes, stun on them haters. Sorry, Mr. Drizzy, put so much y'all talk. Silly me, rapping about shit that I really bought. Why these rappers rap about guns, they ain't shot. And a bunch of other silly shit that they ain't got. I'm on my loop, feed up, young go. Stunting on stage after 12 years of slaves. This ace spade, look like an Oscar. Black tough, look like a monster. Don't make me lie, yeah. Nigga, watch your tone. I come to court with black boxes on. Y'all hella jealous, I'm a melatonin. I can black out at any given moment. I'm God. Jesus sent me a letter made, so with my arms and Shackle, I still get paid. Uh, All praise is due. I'm ready to chase the Yaku back in the cage. These are the last days. What do I sing phase? Showed up to the last supper in some brand new J's. I'm the true living. Book a hoe. New religion. Ain't from the other world. Alien superstition. You blind, baby. Blind to the fact of who you are, maybe. My bloodline's crazy. Kings and queens and Michael Jordan rings. I go stupid, though. Sucio. The flow's filthy, y'all can't kill me. I've been inoculated from the snakes in the face. In your corny handshake, cocksucker, we made it. Ah!